putting the band back together. Forget it. We're on a mission from God. It's Maddie and Patty, coast to coast. From Brooklyn, this is Patty Diamond to San Francisco with Matt Younger. Say hello, Maddie. Hey, Patty, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Cabs are two and one. They look Ooh, good. Real good. All is right with the world. I'm getting a little too excited about it, Patty. I get a little too excited, particularly uh, for one man who's come back home. On uh, uh, you might say a mission from God. Uh, welcome, the Father. Hello, <laughs> Gotti. Uh, welcome to the Cleveland Sports Hour with Maddie and Patty, uh, two self-aware but unapologetic homers who spend far too much time watching, reading, and thinking about the Browns, Cavs, and Tribes. So if you get the informed, uh, intelligent Cleveland fans' perspective, you've come to the right place. Uh, so yeah, Maddie, that opening clip was in honor of Bogatti. It's like he never missed a beat, Maddie. So good to have him back. We're getting the band back together. I know. Who's next, Pat? Oh, it's so exciting. I was looking at Drew Gooden the other night for the Wizards. I, I, did, I, I don't really want him back, though. No, I don't want Drew <laughs> back either. No. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy he's doing well. He's, he's being, you know, useful somewhere. Booby um, is the right answer here. Booby come out of retirement would be so nice. I mean, he doesn't have any game left, obviously, but just from a personality perspective, if I had the, the, the player that we could pull back that deserves it the most, I think is Booby. Besides Z. Z, I was going to say, Z, you come on, another guy come out of retirement. Booby's uh, you know, busy making music and uh, running boobiesworld.com. Uh, I actually follow him on Twitter. It's all just, I don't know why I follow him on Twitter anymore. There's nothing useful out of it. Uh, but what's so great to me about Mogadi, I'm okay with him as a starter right now. Even watching him play, he's look great. I love his, I love his handle. I love that LeBron is letting our point guards be point guards, both him and Delhi. They're mm-hmm. handling the ball every time, mm-hmm. bringing it up the court almost every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I mean, his shot wasn't falling great the other night. Miami will get into that more later, I'm sure. Yeah. But in general, yep. I love how he's playing. And it his looks good. Has not been his defense has not been a disaster. Terrible. Yeah, it's not been not, not, not been total disaster. He's been beat a couple of times. He recovers. He's playing within the team defense like he did. Uh, 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 as the calf. But that's, I'm okay with him as a starter, even just because of what he used to be and what he's playing like right now. We're going to be okay while he's out, but like as a backup, backing up Kyrie? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. So we're going to go from Kyrie Irving to this guy. So when Kyrie says this guy's going to be out there, that's fucking awesome. And that's just think just, about Delhi going just... against the third string point guards out there. Yeah, I know. Or Delhi playing uh, a shooting guard. Yeah, that's, what, that's what we'll really see. Yeah. Um, one other thing before we move on from Mogadi briefly, uh, uh, can we get him a different version of his internal house music? I don't know if they played it the other night uh, with the he, – I didn't hear it. But if you remember, when Mogadi would hit uh, – I keep saying Mogadi just because that's the that, – that's his persona. He goes with, with his uh, godfather shit. Uh, when he hit a big shot, you know, the kid would play this like the original music sort of. Yeah. It just sounds like you know, I thought it was more Maybe, but it just sounds like, you know, womp womp. Uh, I don't know. I just can, can, can I can I suggest uh, right now to the Cleveland Cavaliers organization 
isn't this to me like 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 ten minutes of googling to find a, a nice funky beat to put to the Godfather music? Pat, start tweeting it. Something there. It's gonna active. active on Twitter. They'll listen. Maddie, I don't know if you know this, but I'm a visionary. Uh, I'm I'm going to be uh, 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 using this in the promotions for this podcast uh, campaign I'm going to be starting of uh, bringing back Mogadi's music, kind of you know upgrading it for you know. He needs it. He'll like it too. You should start tweeting at him about it. I'll tweet at all five of his uh, accounts. I don't, I don't even know which ones. I, I, I follow the one that gives me the pube tweets, so that's what hopefully I'll find the right one. Um, so listen, there's a ton of cap stuff to get to. We're going to talk about uh, all of these games, especially the performances of the new reserves uh, that, that our podcast tonight. Uh, we'll talk about LeBron's back and other things involving LeBron and love. We'll update the uh, power kill list. We're going to rate the cast Halloween costumes. Uh, and then we'll take a look ahead uh, at, the, at the next week with another installment of Most Likely 2. We'll give it a shot. Um, oh, shit, Matt. Yes, Patty? Did the Browns play today? I've got bad news for you. They did play. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. So we have to talk about the Browns, right? It's the Cleveland Sports Hour. I think we are obligated to discuss them at least a little bit. Oh. All right. Um, you know, Let's what? bring in some help, though, Patty. I don't want to yeah, do I Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do this alone. Um, look, jo- joining us live from Cleveland, uh, I'll grant you with the latest Browns bedwetting incident. Uh, I'll grant you there. Let's get this over with. Yeah, Jesus. Thank you for uh, for being here. Uh, this is this means a lot to me. Sitting at uh, home in the dark by myself, <laughs> unlit room, <laughs> listening to you guys sing the Godfather song. <laughs> times are tough. What has life come to? Dark times. Hey, hey Grant, I, I want to start with an opening question. This is the most important question I start off all bronze conversations with. Uh, did Dwayne play? He did play. Whoa. He played. He played I, and he, get, he I, had a target, too. That he dropped. Ooh! Wow! <laughs> this was, uh, I wasn't even watching at this point in the game. It was in the last two minutes when Manziel got in there, but uh, while oh, I was, I was brewing some beer and bottling it today, and I, I overheard the announcer saying, oh, "Dwayne Bow, not a catch." So for every target <laughs> he's got, and I think he's gotten paid like a million dollars this year. <laughs> Oh man! You think he's been targeted nine times? He's, well, he's only getting paid four point five million this year. <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's not guaranteed over two years, right? Right. right. Oh, that's sad and depressing. Grant, <laughs> mm. uh, this game looked okay. For um, Grant, you were... No, it didn't. It did. The first half didn't look okay to me. We were up so big. We were scoring at will. Our defense looked strong. Twenty-seven. This reminded me of a uh, like a college game more than a professional game. As, as many folks know, Uncle Grant, he's a big fan of the Fighting Irish. And uh, this reminded me of a, a Notre Dame game where they were, except Arizona was Notre Dame, so they were clearly superior, but they kept on shooting themselves in the foot. You just you knew eventually that levee was going to break and the water was going to come rushing over the Browns. Even the Browns knew. I, there was one telling moment where uh, Bryant got that fumble uh, early in the game. Mm-hmm. And if you're just even looking at the Brown sideline, like no one's excited that he gets it because they just don't know what to do when good things happen to him. It was bizarre. 
Jesus, Jesus. Uh, man, that sounds like a team that's uh, 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 the coach has lost if they're sitting on the sidelines not getting hyped about a huge play. That doesn't sound. How do you feel about the? What are your odds now on surviving the year? Do I fire? Are you asking if I fire them now based on this game? Yeah, at the end of the season, not right now. Again, always when I ask this, I, it doesn't it really make sense to fire coach midseason unless he's like an utter fucking disaster. But I don't but, know. I still uh, don't I, think I saw anything dumb enough from a coaching perspective in this game to make me fire them. I'm, I'm weighing this as there's some value in continuity. They're not so bad that the continuity hurts, and who the hell else are we going to convince to come in and coach this disaster? Uh, that firing no. doesn't make sense to me. That's the, that's the best that's the best answer you can get. Um, I mean, seriously, do you think they look terribly coached today? I think they just look like a team that was way out of its no. own. I mean, Grant, when, when, when you see uh, you know, Joe Hayden just getting destroyed uh, up and down the field, it's 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 hard to, to get upset at the coaching. I mean, I, I, like, I love Joe Hayden. I'm, I'm giving many excuses for him and you know, maybe the, the concussion he's coming back from, he wasn't fully back from it because I didn't see him get his bell rung, but he, you know, went out with a concussion, which was his worrisome for his long-term career uh, and his personal health. But um, I don't know. It, this seemed more like we're just, we're just overmatched. As he was diving to tackle Michael Floyd on that bomb that he jogged yeah. in the end zone with, he ate the back of his heel, and that's yep. what put him out. That's what, uh, that's what it was? It didn't look yeah. that bad, but, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. if, if they're going to replace the coaches, they need to know who they want to get. Correct. they got to go get that guy. And, and, and Matt, you're right. They're not going to get them. So uh, I'm sort of with you on the Right. Anybody that has them can go back a dump truck full of money at their door to come. I'm just not confident in that person's intentions, Willing, you know, willingness to gut through what you got to gut through to be the Browns coach. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Who the what the hell coach that's that's worth anything is going to come to this organization? Somebody yeah. you're not going to get somebody with a proven track record. Bill Cowher is not coming out of retirement to coach this mess. Mm-mm. Like you got to go with a, an upstart, and and I don't think we're far enough through with Patton to say he's a disaster, given everything else that's going going wrong with this team. It's strange. The season's getting worse, but yet you're convincing me more uh, that we have to stick with Pettin. I don't know how that's happened, but we've reached that point. Well, our personnel is just terrible. Yeah. You know, speaking of personnel, uh, uh, Grant, the, uh, uh, Matt was calling my attention today. There's now trade talks surrounding uh, Joe Thomas and Alex Mack. Sources saying that we're, we're making it known that they're available. Do Paul Kruger, too. Well, who gives a shit? Uh, do any of you guys trust Ray Farmer to get good, to get good value for Joe Thomas and Alex Mack? You can't trade Joe Thomas. You yeah. trade Joe Thomas, you're just gonna get yourself fired. He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. Why, why, why would you ever fucking do? We have him under contract. He's, he's gonna be great for at least five years, right? For at least the worst, like worst case scenario, is gonna be above replacement for at least five years. We have him under contract for like at least what four more years, right? We had yeah, a five-year contract two years ago, right? So we have four more years with him under contract. He's he's under contract till 2018. I'm pretty sure. Fucking keep him. Like Mac, yes, Mac could opt out next year. Mac, I can see there being a case made for. Hey, we draft this first rounder who could play center. He could play all these different positions. Let's you know, let's trade Mac and get some get something back so we can keep retooling. I, I see that argument. 
Um, but I don't trust Ray Farmer to do it to, to, to not fuck it up. Let me tell you something. If they really trade these players, it's got nothing to do with building the team. Yeah. It's got everything to do with putting money in their pocket. Really? It would just Ooh. be a straight cash grab. Oh. Mm. That's, do you think that's a bridge too far? So I guess this is a question, Grant. Is there ever a bridge too far for Browns fans with this team? And if there is, would that be it? I think you've got a generation of people who've never seen the team win. I think they're they're in they're in deep trouble. They need to get something going soon. I mean, mm-hmm. the only reason we're Browns fans is because our parents were Browns fans, and then mm-hmm. we got a couple good years in the '80s with you know Bernie mm-hmm. uh, and the dogs. But mm-hmm. uh, if if you're younger than us, if you're in your 20s, you've never seen the Browns have a good season. Yeah. No. Not even not even really close to one, and certainly nothing that's been sustained. And especially I, I, with the Cavs coming on now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking, of, speaking of which, let's start wrapping this up. This is depressing me. We have fun. We have fun things to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> well, but one thing I want to add was uh, uh, I, I, Matt surprised me when he told me that there's actual trade talk around this because this, the coincidence is this, this happened like. A day or two after two monumentally stupid trade machine articles that were generated earlier this week, uh, uh, Greg Garber at ESPN wrote, like on Thursday, I believe, that he wants the Browns to trade Joe Thomas for Jason Pierre-Paul and a fifth-round draft choice. <laughs> Seriously. Jason Pierre-Paul was one complete hand. Somebody might and burn a fifth-round draft pick. I mean, we. <laughs> But this person was serious about what a, what a fortuitous trade this would be. It was like, what? I mean, I mean, to, to, just to cement what a fucking asshat this guy is, list all the horrible Browns quarterbacks we've had over the years. You know who he listed among the quarterbacks? Phil Dawson. <laughs> he probably <laughs> threw a pass once. It's it's still in print. You can go up there. He's not corrected this shit yet. <laughs> this is how fucking bad it is. All right, the other one, though, uh, it was from Mark Sessler at NFL.com. He said the Browns should trade Joe Hayden and Alex Mack to the Jaguars, because you know, Alex Mack likes the Jaguars, for the Jags' first-round pick last year. That's it. Two Pro Bowlers for one first-round pick next year. So we can package together to get uh, Goff. The I'd, I'd, I'd be highly surprised yeah. if anybody gets traded. But yeah. while you're talking about quarterbacks, i got to tell you, I love Josh McCown. I he's thought great. he was going to be oh, garbage God, coming yeah. in. I yes. love that guy. Yeah, love him. He's a fucking gamer to the point of like I I I got so worried for him throughout this game. I was like, dude, just stay down, stay down. You can just like he was really fucking hurt. Like I wanted him to go out because you know he's he's, my, he's our fucking age, guys, and he's <laughs> like get out of there, man. Grant, he's, do you think they should have pulled him in the third quarter? Whenever he got hurt. I think you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, he if he says he wants to stay, well, he's not going to pull himself. I mean, that guy's coming off on a card. But if he yeah. says he can go, he's a veteran. Johnny Manziel hasn't done anything. I think you got to let him stay in there. It, there's going to be a lot of criticism of not pulling him, but I, I'd say let him. Yeah, go. for sure. And I guess from the from the Browns' perspective, I mean, they'll you know they'll drop him off at the glue factory after the season for all they care, right? Right. Well, I think, I, to be fair, I think these guys care. I, I, but one thing I, you certainly get about uh, uh, Patton is that he's a good person. Um, it's not like, you know, intentionally risk this guy's fucking life. 
Uh, no, but that's, but yeah. I mean, that's part of a coaching staff's job, though, is because most of these guys are, are tough as hell and gamers and want to go back in there, and it's a coach's and coaching staff's job to say, you're not ready, do not yeah. go back in there. I'm pulling rank here. I think that's the argument, right? Like, concussions, yeah. that's a huge deal, but he was pretty freaking beat up, man. Absolutely. What they have to do is run the ball a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's just gone. They totally gave up on the run today. I thought that they could have run the ball today. Yeah, they had some good runs going, but uh, all of them did. Hey Grant, no, Grant. In retrospect, would you pay thirteen dollars for Isaiah Crowell in a, in a uh, draft league? I would definitely pay twelve dollars because I know uh, Patty McMutters would pay thirteen <laughs> and take him off my hands. Uh, yeah, I was texting Matt today saying uh, it's it's time for me to call me a call, but it just is. Boy, I, he was a different runner last year, and I, you know this offensive line was much better than this. And I didn't, you know, I don't know. The, the biggest point being, I keep watching Grant, and you tell me about this. I see this gigantic holes open on the offensive line, and he runs the other way into a wall of men. Is is that him? I assume it's him. I assume it's a bad running choice to make as a running back to 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 avoid the wide open hole. Where yeah, there's some guys who are coming to close in fast, but you can you know. You might be able to escape that way, as opposed to just jam it into where guys are, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Is this, is this a, is it pro, or is that, is that something else? I don't know. I haven't seen too many big holes that you're talking about. Well, I mean, he, it, he can't well, dance. He's got to jam it up in there. But no, no, no. There's there's at least <laughs> there's at least three cases I can think of the top. There's at least three cases I can talk about the top of my head where it, there was a hole that opened up and he like ran into his offensive lineman and hitting the hole. Uh, today it happened. It was on the right side of the line, and he could just you know run up that gap and ran right into the into the wall. There's one. There's a goal line one. I think it would be two that he fucked up. Um, I, I feel like I, you know. That, yeah, I agree. I don't see a lot of holes opening up. When I see them open up, I see him miss them. And it, I just I don't know. I, I I've, I've lost faith in the girl. I don't, he may not be a great running back. So send him a tweet. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm. Yeah, you know, I'm not doing really great. <laughs> Say, run to the open space, crow. Yeah, take take it from me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, anything, anything else you guys want to say about the rounds? Uh, and if you let's, let's do our. Uh, where are your win projections at? Oh, I'm. I'm. I, I think. I think. I think. At last, was at three. I'm gonna stick at three. I was at I was at six. Yep. You start you started at six. So did I. I've 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 downgraded to five and then to four. And I think I went to three recently, but I'm at three now for what it's worth. Though. I I you know the last time I talked I said that uh, you really can't judge them until they get into the the uh, the divisional Division. part of their schedule. You well, did. Start Thursday. Yeah, and then followed up Pittsburgh on the road. I mean, they were in for a rough spell. I think Baltimore uh, on Monday night, back yeah. Cincinnati, then San Francisco, Seattle, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh. That feels like one win to me. They might, they might still two out of there. It's possibly four. I'll take them down. I'm going to take it down to five. I'm going to go down to five. I think they'll five. get five wins. Who do you think they beat, Grant? I think they'll beat San Francisco. I think that they'll beat one of these divisional opponents, maybe the Steelers. I think they're going to get their doors blown off in Cincinnati, though. Yeah, third, yeah, without Hayden and uh, Whitner, it looks like, playing. Jesus. You got half of McCown. I, I'd expect to see Manziel in that game just due to injury. You got to think so, right? 
And the yeah. Bengals came back and won today, didn't they? Yep. Yeah, they did. They're not. They did. I don't. I mean, it would be a very Bengals and Browns things to have the Browns win this game for the first loss on the on since for Cincinnati this year. But I just don't. I don't think we got the guns, man. I, I don't think we do either. But I, I do think uh, uh, two wins is, is possible out of this. Uh, I can't quite see five, but you know. They had moments like they did uh, for those uh, for that, in that first half that they could they could pull off a surprise here and there. Grant's right though. I mean, there's a lot of turnovers there that we took advantage of, sort of took advantage of. Yeah, blue couple too. Mm. Arizona's a much better team than the Cleveland Browns. They they just uh, are. Apparently, yes. And St. Louis was a much better team than the Cleveland Browns too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we sort of got a little fool's gold from last year playing the NFC South. I mean, that division oh, yeah. was so weak. And we, we said that going into this, that, 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 that the schedule is so much harder this time around, and, and the team isn't that much different. Uh, it, it was going to be rough. You know, I did not see, you know, I, I was speaking from a place of optimism saying 6 and 10, right? What happened last year. Um, this is, but this is, this is, a, this is that. Stronger schedule with a regression built in, too. Grant, do you have your eyes on anybody for the draft? No. <laughs> Not yet. All the, uh, that uh, Cardell Jones talk sort of uh, petered out a little bit, huh? He might win back the starting job next week. I was going to say, he's got a chance to shine again, to make it up. I heard he bailed uh, Barrett out of yeah. jail. Is that true? Yeah. Picked them up. He picked them up from the station. Good man. That's 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 a fascinating relationship, right? <laughs> that's pretty interesting. Those jobs and they're good friends. I mean, that's 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 pretty cool. Barrett should have called them from the bar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Probably at the bar. <laughs> they're probably together. That might be yeah. true. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Granty, anything right. good to take away from today, or it's just all darkness? Darkness, darkness yeah. is spreading. <laughs> if I, I, I genuinely feel very little sense of hope with this team. Like I don't know, I don't think we're at rock bottom yet. Astonishingly, I, I can see ways in which it could get much worse. Um, but like things are just feel so broken. I have no idea what could. What could turn it around? If they lose the next two and lose them badly, you got to be on red alert. Something might happen. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Oh, for sure. Into the bye at two and what would we be? Two and seven? Two and eight? Two and eight? Jesus, man. Yeah, two and eight. Oh God. Mm. That's bad news. Ravens climbing back over us for bottom of the division. That's ugly. All right, boys, this has been a pleasure. Let's yeah. talk about the Cavs. Yeah. The, the lamps have gone out all over Brownstown. It is not known whether they will ever be lit again in our generation. Uh, so on that friendly, happy note, uh, bye, Grant. Adios. <laughs> Thanks, we're going to have fun times in the Cavs now, so uh, uh, please um, turn on a light. <laughs> do, so, do something positive. <laughs> Uh, Grant, thanks again for joining, buddy. Appreciate it. Damn, oh. he just he just jumped out. He didn't even, he didn't, it's just gone. I don't blame him. I, I, I was going to the control room to like to, to go mute him. <laughs> just just to pull him down so we could continue. He <laughs> just didn't even bother to stick around. 
I don't blame him. What a terrible task he had. Oh, God. Yeah, we asked him just just bring the bad news off the top. Of shit. Hey, hey, like, true Cleveland, Maddie, we spent 15 minutes on that shit. Actually, more than 15 minutes? 20 minutes. It felt like, like 20 minutes on that shit. I want to spend 10 minutes tops on that. that we spent dumb. 20 minutes on that. That was a terrible decision. I, I apologize to all our, our listeners. Pat, let's start making some good decisions. Let's talk about let's, the cat. Let's start making some good decisions. So, Maddie, here's what I like to do to talk about the Cavs. To start us off on the Cavs, we often have special correspondence, right? Um, I don't have a special correspondent for this one per se. However, um, it's well known to our friends that um, the only Cleveland sports team that my wife, uh, Becca, uh, cares about or actually gives a shit about is the Cavs. Uh, She came with us to our big sports outing in Cleveland uh, last summer, uh, last summer, last fall. Um, so I've gotten her into, she watched pretty much all three of the first three games. So big chunks of it. So she, she sat down and watched with me the That's whole time. Cool. Yeah, I committed, you know, we put, put away the phone. We, we, we sat and talked through it and discussed. So I, she, I basically had this nice kind of correspondence report from Becca, her, her, her bullet points, the things that she's looking at, the things that are, are catching her eye. Mm. So this is my little special treat for you. Uh, I'm going to go through them. And I, I think this is a good way for us to sort of go through the Cavs. Uh, first three games and what we think of them. Okay. And then we can sort of go into special detail after that. Uh, Becca's first note, I asked her like, I actually gave me her full notes because she'd been talking throughout the three games. So Becca, what's your your first note? Her first off the bat, off the bat is Kevin Love got hotter. That suggests to me that uh, Becca likes perms. Or, or hobbits. I, it's weird. I point out to her, like, the way he does his hair with the headband, like, there's this ring that gets sweaty, and then the, the very top on the crown stays dry and frizzy. It's, it's, it's weird. It, it looks terrible. I, I, just, I mean, she's been known to date ultimate Frisbee players, though, so I think her taste can be questioned. This, this, is, this is true. This is true. Uh, but that it's was her first observation. Oh. She's got some blind spots. I gotta say, I mean, we were mocking him for the haircut and the hairstyle and everything like that. And the first thing she said was, "Ooh, Kevin Love got hotter." So there's that. But we're, that, that's not terribly surprising. Uh, another observation she had is that apparently, Maddie, I give out bad energy when LeBron takes bad shots. Oh, stop the presses! I mean, but, but, but don't you? Doesn't everyone? You, you know what I'm talking about, right? When LeBron's like. Uh, slows down the offense, is dribbling on the – or no, j- holding the ball, jab-stepping, jab-stepping, a foot inside the three-point line, and you just know he's going to just, like, waste the clock and just jack up a, the worst shot in basketball, the long race two, right? Yeah. Yep. But, of course, at a certain time when you, when you kind of have a feeling it might go in, you say, no, 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 no. Okay, yes, okay, fine. If you're going to hit it like that, fine. For sure, and particularly against Miami, he was red hot from out there. And- yes, he was. But but did, did you not have any moment where you did that last night uh, uh, the, uh, on Friday night, watching the game, going no, come on, no, and then he just you know, oh drained. for sure, yeah. So apparently, I have a bad energy. I don't know what that means, but I believe it. All right, number three. This is the more most uh, first substantial note that she comes up with. Um, she just goes, "The Cavs are an awesome passing team." And Maddie, let's talk about the passing. Absolutely. About how refreshing right. that is. But oh, one, one, she's right. Yes, absolutely she's right. Who knew she had that kind of basketball acumen? And she two, does. It's extremely refreshing. Extremely refreshing. Oh, Maddie, speaking of Becca's basketball acumen, I, I am remiss. I meant I, I, I had a name for this, this, this segment. Becca's balling. 
Becca's balling. Is this going to be a recurring segment, you think? Becca's balling. Yes, because, you know, it's sort of like Terry's talking. You know, yeah, the, 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 like that. the terrible phrase. And what I like about it is that I think that Becca has about a similar level ac- uh, basketball acumen as Terry Pluto. And oh, that's not fair to Terry Pluto. Come, come hey, on. That's not fair to Becca. She actually does know her shit. Uh, uh, no, I'm serious. <laughs> That's not entirely serious, but 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 most serious, not. <laughs> serious is, is is that I, I'm sorry I never learned anything remotely like like eye opening from Terry Pluto, but he knows his shit. I'm thoroughly impressed by how much Becca knows her shit. All right, I'll let you grade her on a curve. <laughs> Let's hope she doesn't listen to this. But I'm, um, I does not listen to it, and I'm very I'll, I'm prepared to pump the brakes on this if it gets out of control. I'm just telling you that now. What what with the name? No, no, you can use the name, but I let's you know. You're, you're not you're not into this format yet of, of using Becca's observations as a starting no. point for Cavs conversation. No, I'm fine with that. I just don't want I, the the comparison to Terry Pluto's basketball knowledge was a bridge too far for me, and I'm I'm just on watch for it going further than that. That's okay, I'm okay. I, I I've 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 gone too far with Terry Pluto. Um, excited about it. I'm I'm not try, I'm not trying to hate on him. I love Terry Pluto, you know that, but I love him in a in a way that I also hate him. I get I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. They are an awesome passing team. And we talked in the preview about if they were going to buy into the offense, if LeBron was going to buy into the offense, it was going to look like it did in the preseason last year. Early reports are fantastic, man. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, I mean, they were rough in that game against Chicago. We'll talk more about that and how Chicago looked. But, like, there were some great little, like, Set plays, but also rhythm plays, where they just you know would pass down like in the next pass, the next big, and like all those passes. Like I was dying for that last year, certainly in the in the, in the finals, but it never came. Yep. And and I, I think it's a big point because uh, uh, one of the many things we talked about in the uh, Cavs preview was look for how much motion offense you're seeing, how much of David Blatt's sets are they running. That's an early key sign. Yep. about how much buy-in they get from him. And we're seeing really positive signs, right? They're running yeah. a ton of it to the point where LeBron even had a criticism, like a, 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 a praise criticism, if, if you can call it that, um, where he said, like, he felt like against Chicago, they were, they were running too many sets. Not that the sets yeah. were bad, but they never got into a rhythm. You have to mix it up. You have to, like, have, feel the rhythm of the game mixed in with the sets, but they were just concentrating on the sets. And so that was just a sign of their rust that they weren't comfortable enough with the sets. They just felt they had to run them over and over again. But, you know, you, you felt like it was more rhythm in the next two games uh, after that. So that's an extremely encouraging sign. Yeah, absolutely. This was uh, – I'm sure we'll talk about this more when we go through all the games, but that is uh, yeah. probably the best news of the early season so far. Absolutely. Uh, uh, next point. So the six points you gave up totally. So this is number four. Uh, Eddie Varejao is still a spaz, but she loves him, and I I, I agree. Yeah, I love him. He he he's he's been great. He's been playing within himself. He um, has not been a, a liability. Um, he's had some great plays, great baskets, um, some you know nice bailout uh, shots in the corner uh, from the elbow. Um, I love Eddie. typical crazy offensive rebounds, running through the lane, getting. Oh, the but he's, I, I've been thoroughly happy with how he's looked and how we've used him. And what a fantastic rotation this is for the front court. Oh, my God. Sasha Khan Sasha Sasha is not going to see the court at all unless one of them gets hurt, God forbid. Yep. And that's what's great about that setup is that you know, if one of them gets hurt, we get to see what we have in Sasha Khan, and hopefully we have something. Um, that's been one nervousness. But um, All right. Number five is, a, is I think, probably her strong – well, 
Her most she's interesting unique. pick. Let's hear it. She's pretty sure. She's, I'm not pretty sure. She's positive that the Grizzlies head coach had a nose job in the offseason. Dave Jager? Yeah. She says there's telltale bruising under his eyes. The, you know, the bags of the eyes right beyond the, the bridge of the nose. That is the telltale uh, uh, sign of a nose job. And she should know. She grew up in Scarsdale, New York. So um, she was surrounded by a lot of nose jobs growing up in high school. I would trust her on this. I'm just doing yeah. a search for Dave Jager uh, I, nose jobs and not seeing anything. I, I heard the typing in your computer. It's exciting. Um, but are you see, can you pull up any pictures? You can see. I mean, I, I recommend we're looking this up. Uh, I, you know, it, it, that's just a weird, you know, stain he has under his eyelids. But she was, she was positive of it. Um, all right. The last point she had, number six, is a segue into something I wanted to talk about because it was a point I was going to raise anyways um, in the podcast. She declared that LeBron James is no longer our best player. Blasphemy. She says it's Kyrie. Kyrie? Yeah, and no Kyrie to play. No, no, she knows, but she was just watching him play now and remembering what she saw from Kyrie last year, and she said, you know what? I think Kyrie's the best player now. That was her thing. The funny thing is, I was going to make a, an aspirational point of, you know, and I felt this way certainly, certainly more after the Chicago game when LeBron was, you know, he had that, you know, fast break against Tony Snell where he had him one-on-one instead of just, you know, cutting him in half, he threw over his back to somebody he thought should have been trailing him and, and wasn't there. Yeah. And when he got blocked by Pau Gasol because he didn't get a good lift. And I start, you know, I, I'm still having a really hard time um, coming, coming to terms with, you know, that LeBron's not going to have the same influence that he used to have. Sure, downside. Well, look, he's always going to he'll be, he's a great player no matter what. But what made him, you know, borderline greatest in the conversation, the argument for the greatest of all time was the athleticism that he put on top of that and the way that he put on top of the game, right? Yeah. The mental game, the shooting game, the, everything. He had this his superlative athleticism that is no longer superlative. It is now earthbound, you know? He's still a freak of nature, obviously, but he's now more, you know. He's going to be uh, 31 in December. Yeah. It's, not, it's no longer uh, unbelievable. No, I hear you. you know? So, so I, I, you know, I, I was watching the game, seeing that, thinking that, and I thought to myself, and this is before Becca said this, I thought to myself, you know, if the Cavs are going to win a title, I think it's going to be because Kyrie is our best player. At the time that we win. You know, by the time we win, that, 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 that's going to have to happen. Uh, and maybe this is a reaction to seeing, you know, Steph Curry go off and, and you know, be that crazy shooter in the three-point age. But um, I kind of feel like that might have to happen. Um, and, that, and so I found that fascinating that Becca had that same thought at the same time that I was having that thought. Um, I mean, she went out and said it in a way that I'm not ready to say it yet, but I'm thinking to myself, by the end of the year, we're going to have to hope that Kyrie is the best player on this team. That's yeah. my early, early prediction or projection. I don't, or, I don't know if I'm there with you yet. I think LeBron's got a little more left in him than we saw. I think he's got a little more bounce in his step than we saw there. I think hopefully we take really good care of him during this year and really mm-hmm. limit his minutes and games. And he's got more left um, in the playoffs. I mean, the stuff that was mm-hmm. off with him in the playoffs last year, he's missing a lot of layups around the rim, but I don't know how much of that was touch versus losing uh, some athleticism. His jumper was off, which is not really an athletic 
No, and it, and it was back uh, on Friday night against the Heat. Way back on Friday. That was that was nice to see. I think um, I think we certainly could win a championship this year, and it's certainly possible we could win that with LeBron still clearly being our best player. I do. On the other hand, um, it's going in that direction for sure, and that's at least yeah. theoretically one of the reasons he decided to come back. Right. Exactly. Cleveland was that he was going to have a complement of players around him who were younger and could. Uh, you know, accommodate his diminishing skills. Mm-hmm. Diminishing, um, skills. diminishing skills, Matty. That's that. Uh, that's a. Uh, those are fighting words in Cleveland. Careful. I know. Uh, I don't mean diminishing this year, but it's gonna. It's gonna happen. Um, he's not, yeah. He's not gonna retire after this year, and I think he. He knew that. Um, but, but let's but yeah. let's talk about that. But oh, sorry, what were you gonna say? Go ahead. Finish. We can pick this up later. We don't need to get into it now. But I, let's not let's not sleep on Kevin Love uh, rejuvenating. Oh no! Oh no, no! No! Better year for conversations for our best player too. I do want to talk about Kevin Love in a minute. You know, I didn't put him in our rundown, but but I I knew he'd come up just of how great he's been playing. I should have put him in here. But but let's but while we're talking about LeBron, let's talk about his back for a second. Yeah. Um, because because like what I'm saying is, if he is still our best player, he's playing better. I hope he's playing better than he's playing now. I don't mean that as a way of, like, of, of alarm that he's not playing well up first win a title, but, like, you know. Better than he played against Miami on Friday night? He was pretty no, Miami, Miami, Miami LeBron was pretty good. Now, that, that required his jumper to be falling down the whole night, which is, you know, another thing that's a question mark. But, look, he looked a little earthbound the first few games. I think also he's, he's still coming back from, you know, some back treatment where he got the injection in his back. And, you know, Brian Windows had a great column on his on the whole history of his back that goes back actually quite a few years um, to, to his first stint with the Cavs, actually. Yep. Some of the current concerns going forward, but I came away from that article not being too terrified, but being kind of like cognizant of his, of his you know, uh, mortality. Um, but that he's going to be better. He's going to be more springy um, in a month's time, probably. But you know, that's where it becomes really important to keep his minutes down. Um, and it's been nice seeing how much we've been able to keep him off the court. He's the first guy off the court early in the first quarter. I think that's great. I've been loving the, the rotations that Blast been throwing out there. No, I, I agree. I like, you know, that was a criticism of him at the beginning of last year, right? He was running our stars ragged. And part of that was because we didn't have, we didn't have a bench. Right. Even though LeBron posted his, his, his like, you know, historically low limits. Uh, sorry, historically low minutes. He never had played fewer minutes per game than he did last year, and yet we still gave Black prison for running his stars ragged. So, well, part of that was Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie was playing Kyrie, yes. on some minutes too, which which need to come down and hopefully will. Um, yes, with with, with Mo around, certainly it will. But um, yeah, I mean, I think this is one. I think LeBron takes exceptionally good care of himself and takes that part of his life really seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Cavs take it pretty seriously. So it's something, you know, in true Cleveland fashion, it'll probably get balky at an incredibly important point in the playoffs and really mess with our heads. But in general, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm not losing sleep over it. Maddie, what do you think about uh, – one of the things we, we uh, uh, said for people to look out for in the early games was uh, we were told him not to look out for LeBron posting up early that he was saving for the postseason. He's been posting up a lot in these first three games. What do you mm-hmm. think of that? I feel like part of it has been – and I saw this with um, 
I think this is a consequence of ball movement more than anything because it doesn't feel like the traditional forcing it in there. Yeah, like what we saw in the '90s, you know, like when in the age of those good centers, so like with Ewing and Lajuan yeah. and David Robinson, you walk it up the court, you center gets position, you feed it into him. You feed it. it hasn't been that as much as getting ball movement and mix mismatches down low and guys taking. It. Kevin Love's been really good about that. Mm-hmm. Um, although, although I will say they've been running a couple plays for both Kevin Love and LeBron where the whole point was for them to steal out down low. Like you mm-hmm. can see them working for that. That's the, that's the first play they're looking for. Yeah. So I think, I think it's significant that they're looking for LeBron in the post early. They are looking for it. It's something right. that they are looking for. I, I would just think with the back, you don't want that. But, you know, maybe I don't know enough about uh, you know, the strains in the back with, uh, with backing guys down. Maybe it's easier. Yeah, than, or exactly. I agree. I think that we don't know exactly what's wrong with his back and what bugs it. Yeah, that's a good point. For that, to read anything into that one way or the other. Jeez, Lord knows Hubie Brown couldn't shut up about every, mm-hmm. all of LeBron's action being below the free throw line the other day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Hubie's pushing it with me, man. <laughs> yeah, you, he drove you fucking crazy. I want to like I, Hubie. I do, but... I think I give him a pass because of he's he's an you know old man who reminds me of my grandpa you know uh, I, so I just I think he's I, got a lot of capital to burn I agree but yeah yeah he's pushing it is all I'm saying uh, I, I I agree he he he, he puts the shit out of me uh, occasionally but he'll, he'll he'll have that like self-deprecating comment that it makes me kind of like forgive him again I, I I'm a sucker for guys like that with Terry Pluto and stuff it's just you know I can't stay mad at them yeah um, Matt. Maddie, let, let's talk for a second. Unless you want, do you have anything more to say about LeBron before I move on? No, no, we can keep going. Uh, so one of the big reasons for LeBron has been able to keep his minutes down these first three games has been Richard Jefferson, who's just been fantastic. Ooh, uh, Patty, I've been thrilled with him. One of us said he was going to be the surprise player. Who was that? Uh, was it you? Yeah, that was me. That was you. Oh, interesting. Mm. No, I recall. I recall saying. Uh, I don't recall what you said. I, I don't remember this that you that you called the the, the key breakout player. It was last. Um, the who's who's most likely to surprise? I said him. Oh, you did. Okay. I, I, just like a week ago, we had this conversation. You erased it. Like, like everything, like everything you say, Maddie. I quickly forget it. I'm sorry. In one ear, um, out, out the other. Exactly. You're, you're this is just, just a the pla- noise somebody makes in Matt, between. Matt, yes, exactly. This is you are a platform for me to talk. So don't you forget that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but so yeah, so, so tell me, tell me what, why why did you see something in him to be uh, uh, the big surprise, and uh, uh, why are you pleased that he was? So part of my thinking with him being a surprise is just how low expectations were last year because of Marion and Miller. Mm-hmm. And I just I just felt like he had more in the tank, more left in the tank than either of those guys. Um, yeah. Physically, and his three-point shot last year, he shot a really nice percentage, right? And that's the Mm -hmm. the criticism you brought up last week was that it was uh, low volume, and would that sustain under higher higher number of shots? We'll see if it's sustained, but in general, general, really athletic and and uh, really athletic, reasonably athletic, and helps keep the ball moving in our offense. Um, I think he's just a good influence on the rest of the team when he's out there. Yeah, I, I, I'm in total agreement. He's a good guy. He's smart. He has been around the league for a while. He's got, he's got that good locker room presence. He's got a good reputation. Um, but as I was saying, the knock on him was he shoots a good, three point, a good percentage on three-pointers. But that his, what he would do is get the ball, have an open shot, and pass it up 
a pass up an open three for a drive the basket instead, relying on athleticism that is no longer really all there. Right. So that was the one frustration from uh, Mavericks fans is how often he would pass up an open three. So the big question was, he's got a great three-point percentage, but he's just low volume. Will he jack it up at a higher rate? Maybe this is maybe this is the Cavs. Maybe this is just the whole league-wide move to shoot more threes. Um, but he has been jacking it up at a pretty good rate. He's taken th- 10 three-point attempts so far and hit six of them. I mean, obviously, that's just, you know, the numbers will average out. But if he's shooting three-point – sorry, three three-point attempts per game, more than that, fucking A. Yeah. Yeah. No, He's going to be fantastic. scared to throw it up at all. No, at all. no, not at really all. aggressive with his shot, which we need him to be. Absolutely. Now, now Maddie, I, I have a surprise point I want to bring up on um, uh, Richard Jefferson. And I, I don't oh. know if anyone, I don't know if anyone has, has pointed this out before, um, but viewers, uh, sorry, viewers, like people watch this, uh, listeners to the uh, Cleveland Sports Hour will have, will be familiar with uh, Scooter G, our friend, um, the um, lost soul who does not root for the Cavaliers because he still has not forgiven LeBron for leaving for, for five years ago. Um, we've been through many times before why he's wrong about this and pigheaded because that's his nature. Um, and why at the end of the day, he's not being loyal to Cleveland by still being disloyal to LeBron because the whole city's behind this team. And so he's going against the city to root against them. This all being said, Maddie, take a long look at Richard Jefferson and tell me he does not look like a black Scott Fuller. Whoa. Has this, has this been said before? Has, has anyone pointed out this look-alike yet? No. This cross-racial I've, look-alike? I've heard. Uh, our, our, our friends. No burn notice. I know. Uh, I think he resembles early period Jerry Seinfeld a lot, but this is very mm-hmm. interesting. It's jarring to me. He's got a huge dome. Uh, 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 Richard Jefferson. He's got narrow set eyes. He also has. A, I heard him in the post. He has a high pitched voice, just like Scooter too. Whoa! It's, I mean, it's uncanny. His voice is. Like, you got to hear him in, a, in an interview, and it's it's hard not to see Scott Fuller, a bald black Scott Fuller. That's why I started calling him. Pictures of him right now. During the game, uh, during during the uh, the Heat game with Becca, I was I was calling. I already called that out. I, we just read, we started calling Richard Jefferson bald Scott bald. Black Scott Fuller, Paul <laughs> Black Scooter. Well, this is into this is a this is let's put this on watch. This is something for me to keep an eye on. But this also got me thinking, Maddie. This team, as we know, my our friend Scooter does not for the cast, but this team, this Cavaliers team, is practically fucking built. Oh, this is. I mean, this is one of the built. reasons Scott's so dumb about this. But it's it, this team is built to be a team that Scooter loves. He's spiting himself here. Player that looks like him, check. Yep, he loves Play, that. Player that boasts an outrageous high top and releases remixes of Drake songs. Ooh, we got one of those. Check, got that. Stylish, showboating, bubble, high turnover scorer and J.R. Smith. Oh, he loves those types. Got that, check. I, I mean, this, Maddie, I know, I, know I, I, I said last week that, that the only way to get through Scott was to treat him like a child and ignore him. Yep. Ignore the I, tantrum. That's right. Still, I'm still I'm failing in this. I've already I've already gotten into it. Got into it with him once uh, uh, this past week. You were texting him. Yeah, yeah. I guess like then I just. Uh, that's a bad idea, Pat. I can't quit him. I just, I, I can't quit him. 
All right. Um, so let's keep an eye on this. Uh, Black Scott Fuller. I like it. You know, this I like lookalikes, Patty. This oh, man. It's so, it's so much fun. It's so great. Uh, Maddie, let, let, before we get to the games themselves, let's, let's move on to the power kill list. Uh, did the Bulls and the Heat change anything for you on the, on the kill list? Uh, nothing in the game so much. I think I might actually – so do we want to do the, the countdown again? Yeah, but g- give me your five. I'll give my five. We'll do it faster this time. Okay, we'll, we'll go through it fast. That's good. So I think Pat Riley was my – I know Pat Riley was my fifth last time. I think he's dropping out. I, I left that Heat game very unscared of the Heat. We'll talk about this more later because I yes, think yes, so scared of them. Yeah, I'm not scared. But not, not, no, 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 100% not scared, but, but we'll talk about it. So – I saw enough there that he came out and um, I think Steph Curry wormed his way back in. Yeah. A lot of that again is me being out here and dealing with the, the nonsense I, from the Warriors fans constantly, I'm, but he snuck in again for me. I'm glad you brought this up, Maddie, because it's been bugging the shit out of me here following on Twitter. Everyone just blowing their loads over Steph Curry. It is 50, 50 plus PER. It's 53 point game. That's cute. Kyrie's has scored that twice. He's out, he's outscored his, uh, his, his two career uh, – you know, Kyrie has twice outscored Steph Curry's career high. Uh, uh, but also, as everyone keeps pointing out all this stuff, it's like, yeah, you, you're the best team in the league against the, the fucking Pelicans, who you played twice, who are fielding like a mass unit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, people are just jerking Robinson off on guard in game one and then cut him. Yeah. I mean, are, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, and just just how fucking arrogant these motherfuckers are. Uh, just uh, yeah, I, I I had Steph Curry. I put Steph Curry. I I built back to seven, <laughs> but he's on my radar with Kelly Olynyk now. I, I he's definitely on the radar now. Before I wasn't putting him on there, but he's one hundred percent on the radar now at number seven for me. So I, I fully accept him. But how are you dealing with this out in San Francisco? This might be so fucking insufferable. Fortunately, there's not a a high. There are a lot of front runners out here, and mm, it's not you mentioned. Other- it's hard for them to get excited. So it's not so in my face and they're back down yeah. too. So it's, it's, yeah. it hasn't been so problematic for me. All right. Number four. Okay. So my, and then my, the rest of my four is the same as last week. Nobody moved in or out. Kelly Olenek's mm-hmm. still in there. I'm still mad at the Celts. Dunleavy Jr. Even though he's been hurt is still earned a solid place there. Yep. Noah, yep. I, I didn't find myself wanting to murder him specifically for anything in that game, but John, I, I'm still mad at him. I didn't like how tan he looked. That bothered me. Yeah. <laughs> Living well, you don't you don't like you don't like, to, you don't like to see your enemies living well. No, no, that that's that's a memorable offense. It looked a little artificial to me too. I didn't like anything about that. And Draymond's still number one with a bullet for me. Uh, yeah, so just are, just yeah. Pat Riley drifting out and and uh, Steph Steph back in for me. Fair enough. Uh, Steph Steph uh, is still uh, on the outside looking at number seven. Uh, he might uh, climb quickly. We'll see. Kelly Olenek for me, number six, even though I'm going, I'm going outside five now. Uh, uh, but everything else did the same for me. Uh, you know, Wade at five, Harden at four. I can't decide between Paul Pierce and Chris Paul. I, I'm going to go with Chris Paul for right now, uh, uh, just because I haven't really seen Paul Pierce do anything. But I reserve the right to switch Paul Pierce in for Chris oh, he'll Paul. He'll get there for you at some point, I'm at sure. At any moment. But that's the point. I, 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 because we're on the same team, I consider them uh, uh, switchable, right? Yeah, I got you. It, it tends to be tied to the team who I hate more. So I, I feel like there'll be a front runner for that. That's why Steph Curry is so much further down because Draymond Green is still much higher for me. Yeah. He's still number two. Uh, Mike Dunleavy, of course, still number one. Um, he didn't play, so he didn't do anything to lose his status. One name I want to throw out there, Maddie, 
Um, and I put him in here uh, at the top slot. It's too early for this. He's not going to ever be in the top slot, but he'll, he'll, he'll make it on my radar. Is Marotic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I am growing to fucking hate that guy real fast. His Amish beard. Dude, you're fucking European. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Are, you know, you're not Jewish. You're not, you know, is he Muslim? I don't know, he's not Muslim, is he? <laughs> I, I do not believe so, no. So, so you're being an asshole wearing a beard like that, unless you're Amish, Muslim, or, 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 or devout Jewish. Like, what the fuck are you doing with a goddamn beard like that? Wow. Why? He's coming in hot. It's a fucking ugly beard. Like, James Harden is the beard, but he does shit with it. Like, he, you know, he's, he's got to Him look hitting all those, all those threes really bother you? Yeah, of course it did. It's annoying. He was not that good of a shooter last year. Um, he really wasn't. He was like low three. I, I mean, he's not that good a shooter in reality. He took a. He, I think I can't remember. I think he had love on him and took a step back, like five feet behind the line, behind the three point well, line, for a shot. He's not that this good. Week, this week he's been he's been lighting it up. Obviously, he's been killing my fantasy team. Um, well, my fantasy team's been killing my fantasy team, but he hasn't helped. Um, he uh, uh, the talk has been that he was a great shooter in Europe. But NBA scouts thought he wasn't going to be a good shooter in the NBA, and that proved true early on in his first year. But there's a question of whether he's adjusted to the pace of the NBA and now has brought back his good shooting. Uh, you know, the reason why I'm having a hard time hating him too much is because I think that he's going to be easily figured out because he's the worst fucking defender. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. One team realized you just have to just drive at him and just drive him off the fucking court because he is an embarrassment out there, and he'll be a big minus uh, for for the Bulls lineups uh, when teams when good teams figure that out. No, I feel like we'll be able to foul him out of a game with no problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. Just on them. Yeah, um, but also he's kind of he's kind of a little bitch. He's a little bitch with his full with his headshots. He, he had a headshot in the game. Uh, on uh, Tuesday, didn't he? I feel like he did. Who'd he get? Uh, I can't remember. I don't remember. Maybe I'm, I don't remember, but I feel like I saw one. Like I, I, feel like you, I thought you would remember that. I feel like you called it out. You probably saw else. him and, and thought he wanted to hit somebody, and that made you so mad, Pat. Pro- probably, probably. So he's, that, that, that's, he's, he's reaching that, that status for me. So he's, 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 he's going to be on the list at some point this, this year, I think, if he keeps playing as well as he is. Um, it was Todd right, so, Gibson, I think, that caught LeBron with an elbow, right, on the free throws. Remember there was a mm, – Yeah, maybe that's what it was. And I just assumed that it was uh, – Miritich was looking at LeBron when it happened, so I assumed it was Miritich. Yeah. Merotic. Merotic. He's sorry, certainly Merotic. worth watching, though. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, so, also, speaking of the Bulls, uh, uh, I, was, I was impressed by them. I was not scared by any of these teams. Um, but again, it's hard to be scared by teams that you're either beating – or are in a close match when you're missing two of your starters, right? Correct. Especially with the Bulls when it was our first game and, we, and most of the guys hadn't played together. I was not scared by the Bulls. But I was really impressed at how, how their offense meshed together. I mean, Matty, think about the guys that can't shoot threes, the guys that you're happy shooting wide open threes. It's a short list. It's, it's uh, Derek Rose. Yep. Uh, happy. Shoot wide open threes all fucking day. Please shoot more of them. Please, you're terrible at it. Keep shooting them. All day. He looked uh, all right in the lane, but yes, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah no, that's my point. Keep, keep shooting the threes. Stay out of the lane. Keep shooting the threes. Stay out of the lane. Derek Rose shouldn't shoot threes. Taj Gibson shouldn't shoot threes. And doesn't. Um, 
And it doesn't. Uh, uh, and Yakim Noah shouldn't shoot threes. Maybe Pau Gasol, but he's got kind of a decent shot. Everybody else out. Everybody else out there. Dangerous. When they had the ball on the on the outskirts with no one on, I got nervous. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" And then new guys are coming. New guys are coming. Like, damn, they got like, like I, they almost have like eight to ten legit good three point shooters. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, this is without Dunleavy playing, who's a who's a good yeah, shooter. another good shooter. Dunleavy, Miritich, Tony Snell's okay. Jim yeah, Parker, he's good. Yep, McDermott certainly looked good Buckets. in that game. Aaron Brooks can hit a three if you need him to. Yeah. Etwan yes, Moore can. can hit a three if you need him to. Yeah, that was that was the crazy thing I did not expect. Not expect Etwan Moore to be hitting those threes, but he did. Yeah, yeah Etwan Moore at seven now you're at. And Kirk Heinrich couldn't get off the bench, but he can hit a three too. That's eight guys. That's eight guys. You put power on those nine. I mean, that's yeah. that's that's. that's, no, that's got, solid. They've got. So they, they, and Jimmy Butler permanently scares me. Ooh, ooh. Do you think it's weird that Derrick Rose is single white femaleing him with his haircut this year? <laughs> it weirds me out a little bit. <laughs> single, single black mailing him. Uh, I guess, yeah, that's weird. Uh, are they roommates? Uh, uh, that would be an actual subtext. I don't think so. I think Derek Rose is married and with kids and stuff, but it's it's weird. And Maddie, the, Maddie, the, who broke who who broke Derek Rose's face? Do, do, do you think it was Jimmy Butler defending himself? Is that, is that what happened? Is this a single white female moment that happened? That, yeah. That's not impossible. The what other thing on the Bulls that I'm glad of is that Tony Snell got rid of the cornrows that he had. They really made him look like a child. I'm... <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember Tony Snell's cornrows. So I'm glad he's got a regular that. haircut now. Good, good for him. He's got, he's got a, grow, a grown man haircut. Nice. Yeah. yeah. This is, it didn't work for him. Mm-hmm. His new haircut's sort of Jake, but it's better than... It's better than what Justin Rose were doing for him. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, uh, this, this, the Bulls team is the second best team in the East, I think. Um, I, don't know yeah, they, I don't know that it's close. I mean, the Heat, we'll talk about the Heat in a second. Maybe they could do something maybe that would get them up there, but um, the Bulls are good. The Bulls are good. Cause, cause the, Bulls, the Bulls still have, you know, have their defensive principles from uh, the Thibodeau era, so they still play good, you know, solid power defense. But again, the reason they got better on offense is, is they added these guys that are sibs on, on on defense, which is to say, Powell normally when he's not blocking LeBron, yeah, uh, and, and, and Marotic, yeah, and McDermott, and McDermott, yeah, Jimmy Buckets is also um, a, a huge liability. So, so the Cavs, I think, have the offensive prowess to to run them off the court um, um, in a pinch, and we'll be fine in a game uh, game of seven. And also. But, uh, we, we shot fifty nine percent from the free throw line in that game. We hit a couple of oh, free throws. It's a different we missed story. A we missed we a ton of wide open three pointers. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. And the fact, I mean, to me, the fact that we were we got that game within a shot was embarrassing for the Bulls. Yes, I agree. They because we were playing so poorly. They here's the thing: they were hitting a ton of terrible shots. Yeah, terrible shots. They I there was at least eight. Like uh, a twenty-foot two-point shot that they that they took and hit. Uh, a lot of them were Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy can get away with that the way LeBron can get away with that. But still, I'm like, yes, Jimmy, you'll hit a lot of those sometimes. Keep shooting those. Just keep shooting those. Those are not easy shots. Keep shooting them. Yeah. Keep shooting. You make me happy every time you shoot those shots, even if you make them. And they had a ton of those. They also had a ton of like flying runners into traffic with three guys defending the guy. You know, it was like they had tons of crazy shots. Yep. So, so they got real lucky. All that said, they only beat us by two, and we could have stolen that game. 
So, uh, yeah, I was not too upset about it, aside from the fact that I fucking hate the Bulls and I hate it and they win. Yeah, it was um, infuriating, but not, uh, not worrying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Memphis, I was totally surprised. I mean, I was not totally surprised by it because, like, I guess we fucking own them now. It's the third game in a row. We have just completely and utterly destroyed them. Yeah, I was pretty surprised. I mean, I was too, just because you know, I you know, we're Clevelanders. We we look, we expect the no, worst. No, but even I mean, even we talked about it that in the preview. This is their home opener. They're going to come up fired up. We are coming off. Second night of back to back road back to back. The fuck NBA schedule has given us two road back to backs. Sorry, two road a road back to back to start our fucking season. Like holy shit. Um, but the thing is, we, you know, uh, it's the, I think it's this one thing. Their best players, right, aside from Conley. Are Zebo and uh, Wendigo. Yeah, that's all. And uh, they did this weird thing, uh, Blatt and uh, Lou, the first time we really played them with our guys last year. They put um, Mozgov on Zebo. Yep. They put the center on the power forward, and they put Kevin Love on uh, all, Wendigo. Um, and yeah, I, I don't fully get how Gasol gets neutralized by Kevin Love. I get how Zebo gets neutralized by Mozgov. Mozgov has crazy long arms. Zebo is used to shooting over slightly smaller, undersized power forwards, right? So yep. they, can't, they can't bother him on his jump shot. His biggest, his best shot is that baseline jumper that he just drills every, all the time. Um, and, but for some reason, like, you know, uh, Gasol can't get going against Kevin Love, which is crazy. Yeah, it's yeah, – I, we are uniquely situated to deal with um, their, those guys. I mean, we got the and big to handle them. That's the genius of this roster. We can, like, mix and match to really exploit things. Um, yeah. And we just have their number. Like, that was just – we just torched them. Yeah, that was – it was extremely impressive. Yeah, Memphis is a much better team than that. Even though they may not be, you know, top six, top five, um, they are – they're up there. They're, they're, they're a dangerous team that can, you know, they're so yeah. good defense. I mean, they're ones that I don't – they're never going to make it through the West. So, like, yeah. it's nice beating them as a barometer during the year, but it's not a team that I uh, I worry about. They just don't have the three-point shooting on it. I'm looking. They shot two of 16 from three-point yeah. range in that game, and I don't remember them missing a ton of open threes either. Nope. A couple at the nope. end, but, but – uh, that's always been their Achilles heel. They just can never figure out how to get three-point shooting, and they still, they still don't. It's still strange to me because John Hollinger is like their – not their GM, but he works for them. Like you think that, you know, Hollinger would find a way to get them some three-point shooters. Yeah, Jeez. I think it's just uh, it's tougher it's than hard. you think, especially when you got yeah. them locked into their big three that they do. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I remember when the Cavs, you know, didn't have LeBron. It's much easier when you have LeBron to get three-point shooters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Miami, um, again, hard to be scared by a team you, you, you whoop on that bad. But their starting five um, is really good. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Wade looks really sharp, looks really good. Uh, uh, Bosch looks good when he's not getting just stuffed by TT, which is awesome. Yeah, that was fun. That was so great. Uh, you know, they're Gordon Drodd looked look weak, but Hassan Whiteside just – it bugged the shit out of me. How terrifying he looked. Dude, that dude was uh, – he's like Peek um, Mutombo out there, where if you're down there with him, he's just going to get – I mean, both – there's different kind of shot blockers, I feel like. He's the guy that can do it in uh, playing one-on-one defense and just stuff mm-hmm. 
a dude and also his help side um, shot block yeah. good too. You, you, we had so many good plays where you thought like, oh, great, pass, pass, pass. Oh, bunny. And like out of nowhere stuff. It's like, yeah. like, like, like it wasn't even close. Like, oh, that, that looked like it was automatically going in and just got like it had no chance. <laughs> Apparently it had no chance. Like that, that scared the shit out of me. And the fact that he had some, he has some good polish, offensive moves. That he said, still, Patty, yeah, yeah. He missed a lot of, um, like, just didn't rotate properly on a lot of the Delhi Thompson oops in that my, game. My, my favorite move in pro basketball right now is the Delhi TT lob jam. I think we're going to need a name for that one, Patty. We do. Peanut butter and je- Delhi. Uh, Peanut butter and Delhi. I, I'm just I'm working with I'm working with him. I'm just, I'm just what does that have to do with Tristan Thompson in an alley oop? I don't know. Help me out here, Matt. You come, you come up with it. You, you, you help. I'm not saying we need uh, a spot. I'm just saying over the course of this year, we're going to need a, a term for that play. I'm throwing one out. Come on, work with me here. I'm rejecting it. It's terrible. Well, fine. Give me something else then. You can't just reject it and, and, and offer nothing of value and substance. I don't have anything right now. I'm just throwing it out. I, you're, you're really jumping. You're throwing, out, you're throwing out a zero. You're just, 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 just going to uh, lay the smack down, throw nothing out of substance or value. Yeah, other than, other than my critique of your terrible idea. That's <laughs> it. All right, all right. Um, so did you see, Patty, did you see that the Heat uh, blew out the Rockets tonight? I did. Well, the Rockets are the first team, I think, in history to be blown out by more than 20 points in their first three games. I of saw the year. that too, Ever. yeah. It was, and I, th- I think uh, the Heat were losing by a good bit um, early in the early? game and looked bad and, uh, and came back. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was just sort of following things on Twitter. So that makes me feel better about beating them too. I like to see that. Um, yeah, certainly, certainly. If we beat them real bad, we could probably beat the Rockets real bad. You know, that tells me the Rockets, Rockets have some shit to work out. For but, sure. You know, they're gonna, be, they're gonna be fine, probably. For sure. But um, but you know, I was never I was never terribly worried about the Rockets. The um, you know, Hubie kept making Hubie Hubie Brown kept making the point that um, the Heat starters hadn't played together before. Mm. Not this game, but before the season. Um, Pat, I don't think the Cavs starters had played before. Yeah, no. The start of the season, they never played all together Not at all. Season, so I'm. Less than satisfied with that as an excuse. Uh, no, I agree. He starters though did outscore us. Uh, or not score us. They plus minus. Plus minus. You know, uh, right, right. It was their 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 bench that they're so psyched about uh, that uh, we destroyed, torched. Um, so that's why I'm like, you know what? Like, I, I honestly, I should be scared more of Chicago. I was more impressed by Chicago than I am. Like, if I had to rank the the league right now, it's Cavs one, Chicago two, Heat three. Yes, I agree. However, I feel like long term this season, Heat are are the team we're going to see in the conference finals. Unless 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 we see them earlier, but you know, <laughs> my point being, they're the one to beat. I feel like for the Cavs, right? And you know, there's some um, loose, there's some loose Carmelo Anthony getting traded with the Heat as a possible destination talk floating around. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's very not see at this point. That's It barely rises to rumor level. But Yeah, was- I got to feel like it, it, the Knicks are playing pretty well early in the season. Um, uh, you know, they're not going to be a playoff team, but they're going to be promising um, with, you know, 
Chris Depps and all that shit. And and Melo playing as well as he does, they'd be dumb to trade him right now. They should they should they should ride him out for a little bit. They're not, they're not, I mean, they're not going to get a good return on trading Melo. That, that no. makes no sense for them. Um, Patty, let, let me ask you a related to this. This is my uh, surprise question for you. Ooh. Uh, three games into the year, how queasy does the thought of uh, Timofey Mozgov getting a max contract make you? Yeah. Um, I, I want to answer this honestly and think about um, what a max contract does next year. Like, if it was a max contract this year, like, if it, or if it's the equivalent of a max contract this year, I'd be fine. One hundred percent fine with him getting ninety four five years. Be fine with that. Um, but a max contract next year with next year's cap. It's not, gonna be 90, it's not going to be 94. It's going to be like 120 and shit. I'm also watching him out there, and I know I said last week that somebody would give him a max for sure, and I guess that's probably still true. But, man, he's so limited in some ways. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. I really think that people are going to offer him a shit ton of money. I think he might get offered as much as 19, 20 million a year. Um, but he's not going to get offered a max. I, I think that's the dumbest shit a team could do. It's, it's not just, worth it. Gortat did not get maxed out, right? No, I don't believe so. He had a crazy high contract, for sure, for his actual skill and value. Um, so I expect something like Gortat slightly more because he's more skilled than Gortat and better than Gortat, frankly, um, ever was. Yeah, no, um, Gortat's not close to a max actually. Now that I think about it, right? Isn't I think he's well, but no, but, but but was he at the time? Is what I mean. More. No, so I don't. I don't think he's the one. That, that, that's the most important more important measure. Um, and I don't think he was. Well, but it, it still was a really outsized contract for his his skill and his value. So I expect a similar markup for a big guy like uh, uh, Moscow. I really have a Gortat hard time. Was, Gortat was last summer five years sixty, so twelve a year. Yeah. Which would be what fifteen a year in the new the new world? Was it a yeah. third one? We say sixteen. So I, I'm still hopeful we can get um, Moskov a nineteen a year, which is crazy, but yeah. I would do. But I would do. Because who it are we going to replace him with? No, I, I, listen. I I agree. It's it is. It's crazy, but that's the world we're. That's the world we're living in now. We're living in. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just wanted to keep an eye. Listen, I love Mozzie. I love what he brings to the of team. Of course. I just bought his goddamn jersey, Matt. What are you trying to do to me? God damn it. Oh, Matty, actually, quick question. Quick question. Yeah. And this, is a, this, is a, this is a leftover question from, uh, I think it's a work in last week. Um, what do you think is the most unexpected jersey I might buy before the end of the year, Cavs wise? The most unexpected, or which one that you don't currently have? Do I think you will get? Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. yeah, more, more like uh, 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 Jersey. I am likely to get, but will be unexpected. The combo of two, like the likelihood I'll actually get this jersey, but it will be a surprise to you. Oh, this is tough. Yeah, um, I, I, that's why I like this question. I'm gonna say uh, Mogadi. Ooh. Not about that. A fifty-two as opposed to a two. I'd love to. I'd love to get an old school two uh, 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 Williams jersey. 
that's a good guess. I think uh, that, who, I mean, what are the other candidates here? Shump? Uh, LeBron, LeBron would be, would be, was the one I'm starting to think about. Oh, you don't, you don't have a LeBron right now. Can I explain, you know, you know why I don't have a LeBron jersey, right? I never had a LeBron jersey. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you the had reason why, for a second. No, you never had. I, 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 I'm not a Cleveland. I'm not a Cleveland. I don't live in Cleveland. I live in, I live in New York. I see a lot of people wearing LeBron jersey, LeBron shirts, this and that. I know they're not Cavs fans. I, I know because I, I once made a mistake and talked to someone and they were like, you know, oh, no, I just I love LeBron. It's like, oh. I don't want anyone thinking I'm just a LeBron fan. I want people to know I'm a Cavs fan, so I picked the obscure fucking Cavs players. So I've always been at a point of picking obscure or, like, supporting role players, right? That's why I had Dion Winter's jersey. That's why my dad bought me a fucking Luke Jackson jersey. Oh, bad one. That's the worst one that you've ever had. <laughs> oh. I mean, my dad bought it for me in the offseason. I was like, Dad, he's getting cut out of training camp. What the fuck are you buying this jersey for? I was so pissed at him. <laughs> but I, I, I look back going like, I mean, actually, that's a fantastic jersey to get, to have a jersey. <laughs> that is just not going to exist at all. Uh, uh, so I'm starting to think, I mean, this is, goes back into my, my, my Kyrie being the best player on the Cavs soon. Like, I, might, I might at some point break down and get a LeBron jersey before it's too late. Now that it's like now that I'm past the uh, the uh, I don't want to for a while I, I I also I have a Kyrie Irving jersey I mean my son has a Kyrie Irving jersey I never bought a Kyrie Irving jersey for the same reason during the the non LeBron years I don't want people to think oh Kyrie Irving he just likes Kyrie Irving yeah so I think that's, Will that's Patty that's that's what I'm thinking for myself for you Kevin Love is my uh, it's my unexpected but likely possible jersey for you to get. That could happen. I mean, you should know the next one I'm getting is J.R. Smith, and there's no doubt of course, about it. Of course it is. That's an obvious one for you to get. I'm just and biting it, my it, time. It would, it, would be, it would be very unlikely for you to get a white man's jersey. Not, not you know, just, just oh, a little that's you true. Know, you, it's I'm true. Sure. You love, you love, you know, uh, 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 I don't know how to say this. That's something weird. But, like, <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't gravitate towards white players. You gravitate towards black players, which I think is great. And uh, uh, but Kevin Love, especially angry, misunderstood black players, Patty. Exactly. This is what I'm getting at. This is this is this is what I'm getting at. This is why Garrett. This is why I'm still a little kind of offended and outraged that you don't have a J.R. Smith jersey already. Um, Well, I wasn't sure he was going to be back this year. Now that he's back, I've got. Now he's back. You you got. You've got to go double down. I think I'm going to get the. I think I'm going to get the special black T-shirt ones too. Mm. Yeah, haul for the Christmas jerseys. Yeah. Christmas cream. Ooh, I'm getting excited. I'm going to buy one after we get off this podcast, maybe, Patty. I'm getting real excited. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Kevin Love is the one that I'm, th- I'm thinking for you. It's going to be the unexpected one that you're going to be – you're just going to – you can't help yourself anymore. You can't fight that feeling anymore. My, so excited you, know, about Love. you know, my wife, Pat, following in, in Becca's footsteps, also thinks Kevin Love is very attractive and has said that I can get her a Kevin, a Kevin Love jersey. Does that count? Ooh. I guess that counts. I might have to get Becca a Kevin Love jersey. We'll get the matching sets. Oh, that'd be real sweet. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that. <laughs> All right, man. Let, let's move along to the, the rest of our podcast. Uh, mostly getting to fun stuff here. I, I, I wanted to do a brief kind of like a, a walk through. I, I just watching LeBron walk off the court. Incredible. Uh, uh, Miami Heat just going down the line. 
he had handshakes, specific special handshakes for everyone. They were all expertly done, with yeah. exception of like Anderson Varejao and a few people who didn't have special. Yeah, everyone had specialty handshakes. I don't want to kind of go through the ones that I saw. If you saw any other ones that aren't on my list, you know, jump in. Yeah. Um, and there was one actually. Let me start with one that was not a LeBron uh, 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 handshake. Uh, J.R. Smith, your your favorite player, and Kevin Love, your soon to be next favorite player. Uh, had their own handshake. They had their own special handshake, which involves like a sort of a skip to my loo. Yeah, I don't, I don't know fully what that one is, but I know what you're talking about, and that is what it looks like. What is that? I don't know. Skip, skip back and forth after the, 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 the handshakes. Somebody this year needs to do a, uh, some in-depth reporting about all the handshakes, because I think LeBron oh. seems to have unique ones for almost everybody. I don't think he's the only one. No, yeah, no. I think I think every player has their own individual one with each other. Not every player, like I'm sure some people don't give a shit, but a lot, um, a lot do. The other one, I, so the, the one that was the J.R. Love skip my loop. That one stood out to me. LeBron and Mozzie had I a Bash that. Brothers. They had a Bash Brothers handshake. It's back the, the the normal slapping, you know, back of the hand that that normal thing, ending with the Bash Brothers, which I fucking love. I just like seeing a gigantic, awkward, lanky Russian dude, Russian white dude, do Bash Brothers with LeBron James. I just feel so happy for Mazikov. Yep. Don't you feel so happy for him? I just, I just, I, I want to give him a hug. <laughs> um, and then LeBron and Shump had a nice one with the flat top. Yeah. They went to the flat top with their head at the end of it. What was interesting to me was that um, uh, a couple of, uh, it was this one article I read that like recapped all these handshakes and described the handshake with Delhi as he clearly didn't have a handshake for Delhi. Oh, he and has one. I was like, no, I think that's their handshake. It is. It's a, it's a firm business handshake. It seems so, it was, it was intentional. It was like, hmm, handshake. It was like just firm business handshake because I saw other players do it to him too. Yep. They come up to him, they give him a firm handshake. Like they that, start to go into another move and then they just go right into the handshake. They go into like yeah. a this, it's a firm, manly handshake. Like, I think, they take I think a hug, and then it's a handshake, yeah. making eye contact with each other while they do it. Yes, yes. One, one firm pump, and that's it. All right, Maddie, I'm going to rank my handshake right now. I'm putting the Delhi firm handshake as the best it's handshake. It's so much fun. I'm, it's so much fun because it's understated. It's also predictable for me to be, you know, I'm an old man, uh, you know, at heart. So uh, I love that shit. Uh, I'm gonna start with that. The Bass Brothers is number is number two. Skip to my lose number three, and the uh, flat top is number four. What will uh, do? Do you have any differences of opinion? No, I don't. I don't know. I, I need to do some more uh, studying on this. But Del- the Delhi firm right. handshake is my favorite for sure. All right, we are in agreement on that. Patty, the, the other thing I like about this, and this will dovetail into our next our next topic of conversation, is I really mm. like how much fun these guys seem to be having with each other. It reminds me very much of the good uh, nine. The old Cavs, yes, yeah. Uh, with the, the team, I, uh, the family portraits and everything. I, I enjoy rooting for a team that gets along and has fun like that. I think it's, absolutely. it's a great experience for it's us. So much fun, especially after having to watch the Browns today. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, on top of that, it was funny. It got to the point where in the preseason, the Cavs had to have a team meeting about having too much fun. <laughs> That's a great problem to have. Hey, guys, guys, guys I, I know we love each other. I know we love fun. We got we got to get fucking out of business. Come on, like that. That's I mean I I mean that, it could be a bad thing I guess, but like I don't really worry that much with this many veterans around. I feel like no, they're getting alive. It's it's pretty exciting. 
But yeah, sp- speaking of fun, uh, the ca- Halloween. I don't know if you know about this, Maddie. Oh, but, uh, it was Halloween last night. I heard. Uh, you may have heard of this holiday. Um, the Cavs basically all party at LeBron's house, which is awesome. Um, I'm going to walk through some of the some of the Halloween costumes that were online, and you know, guys, if you're listening, you, you, you just just go Google Google them. The, a lot of them are really really good. We'll start with LeBron. LeBron dressed as Prince, not Prince Charming or Prince William or anything like shit like that. Like, but Prince, 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 formerly artist, formerly known as Prince, Prince. Yeah. But specifically, Prince from the Chappelle Show. Yeah. The Chappelle Show depiction of of his game with Charlie Murphy. <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, it, game game blouses. Now who wants pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> he spent some money on that. That that was a it was a fucking great costume. That's a great call for LeBron to do, given that the, the story of that of that event was how fucking great in basketball Prince was. That's a great costume for LeBron to pull up with, and bold too, right? I love that. Love that. Love that. Uh, Kevin Love went as Will Ferrell from Tro- Tropic. What was the f- name of that fucking terrible basketball? Semi, semi pro, semi pro. So I actually have a split uh, tropics. I have a, a point of uh, clarification here, mm. which is that he is not going as Will Ferrell in that movie because Will Ferrell did not have facial hair in that movie. He's going as one of the other guys whose name I can't remember. There's like a big Russian on the team who looked like Kevin Love looks now. Oh, oh, wait, wait. So he's going as a role player on the Flint Tropics. That's correct. That's correct. That's bold. It's not Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell didn't have facial hair. He shaved. I mean, I appreciate what Kevin Love did here. This is taking nothing away from him. He shaved his beard down into a Fu Manchu. He really sold it. He's already has his hair permed. I don't know if he's been prepping for this costume since the preseason to get his hair permed like that. But it is possible. The last time I grew a beard was for uh, an ultra frisbee uh, costume for a Halloween tournament. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not. He wasn't Jackie Moon. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, ho- ho- however, he's also in November. Uh, apparently, he and Mo Williams and yeah, a few of the guys. I think LeBron. LeBron, maybe, and, and Jr. Yeah, well, Jr. was already doing it. Yeah. So they do November, so they grow mustaches. So that'll be exciting. Um, uh, interestingly, by the way, uh, a good shout out to Cavs and Justin Rowan. Uh, he unwittingly picked the exact same costume as Kevin Love. Really? Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I was I saw it on Twitter. I was like, oh, hey, that's that's pretty, that's pretty fun. Good on. Um, okay, so, so let's get some of the let's get some of the weird costumes. Um, Tristan Thompson went as Clark Kent. Yeah, with a Superman T-shirt underneath his suit. Yeah, it looked really weird because he had like white man hair. Oh yeah, he had a wig. It was on. it was like white face a little bit. It was you know you know uh, Chappelle ish uh, uh, you know yeah, Eddie Murphy ish. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Murphy ish, right? Uh, uh, which I felt it looked it looked so weird. <laughs> he also looked a lot like our friend Jeff Versteeg. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of Tristan Thompson looking like Jeff Steeg, it gives Jeff Steeg too much credit. Um, no, Tristan Thompson really nerding himself out, making himself look bad to be Clark, Clark Kent, excuse me. Um, that looked like Versteeg. 
Yeah, and that's the point is that at the end of the day, um, uh, Tristan Thompson, <laughs> Tristan Thompson looking like Jeffers Teague is Tristan Thompson looking really weird. And yes. then he can look like Jeffers Teague. That's correct. So, so there's that. Maybe not as weird as Shump, though, huh? Oh, yeah. You guys got to look this up. Uh, Shump and his girl, uh, they're married, right? Because they have a kid coming on the way, I think, right? Are they not? Uh, I don't think they're married, but. They're, you know, you know they're, yeah, they're, they're together. Uh, they did the uh, gender switch thing. And Trump, Trump got bold. Um, that's, that's impressive. I, I, I give props to that. Uh, that was a, it's a bold outfit. It's not going to be popular in some, uh, some quarters in Ohio, since we know it's a, it's a purple state. Uh, but, uh, you know. He went for it. I appreciate that. He went for it. I, I think that's fucking great. I love it. I, I you know. I've gone drag at a party before. It's great. It's fun. I mean, he had his midriff bare. I did not go that far. That, that was bold. That's what I mean. He, he really went all the way out there. I'm looking at it now. He's wearing like a schoolgirl mini skirt. <laughs> it was pink. It was all pink. Mm-hmm. Very revealing. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, and then uh, J.R. Smith went as a baby. I yes. guess. Is that preferential? Real weird. Mogadi went as Mogadi, kind of lame. I, th- I thought he went as uh, Freddy Krueger. Is that what that was? Hold on, I'm looking at the, the picture I have. Is that what it? I just I see I see a hat, a brown hat. And a it's black Freddy Krueger. He's got a, a striped, like a horizontally striped sweater under a coat. Oh, but the coat. Why would he wear a coat? Did Freddy Krueger have a coat? I don't get that. On occasion, Freddy Krueger would wear a coat. It's, it's very obvious, Pat, if you go to uh, Fear the Swords story about the Halloween party. There's ah. one thing together, and it's Mo right up front. And he's got the, he actually has a mask on. Ooh. A Freddy Krueger mask on. And there you go. Everything. There you go. I kind of hope that Kevin Love keeps the handlebar mustache for a couple games at least. Though. I think he will. That'll be good. He will. Hopefully. He's got to, just for the fuck of it. Uh, uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I think that's. I think that's Jared Cunningham going as a as a, as a, a minion. Yes, for sure it is. And then I, who who is the guy dresses as Scots a Scotsman? I saw. I I never saw that. The picture I'm looking at, Patty. I've got Delhi uh, in OR scrubs. I've got Joe Harris, maybe as a Ghostbuster of some sort. I can't tell. He's standing behind LeBron. It's difficult. To see exactly, uh, Anderson Barajal has like a scary mask on. Mm. Uh, there's also Kyrie's there with a hood on. I'm not exactly sure what what he's supposed to be. I can't tell in the picture. Somebody's in a wolf mask. Somebody very tall who's probably Sasha Khan. Mm, mm, that who, makes who, sense. Who do, you, who do you think was not at the party? Hmm. For instance, I haven't seen Richard Jefferson. In Richard Jefferson. Movie. He's old. Hey, kids, take care of baby. I I didn't go after Halloween. Jesus, I mean, I went to my kid up trick or treating, but then yeah. But you if know. you had been invited to LeBron's party, you would have gone. That's hell right. Yeah, I would have. It's true. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm trying I, to uh, this this the Scots, Mozgov, this I don't see Mozgov unless he's in the Wolfman outfit, which is possible. That seems that seems like the perfect place that Mozgov would like to be. Certainly possible. Another weird thing is the uh, the oil painting of LeBron. In the background, one of these shots, Jerry Cunningham shot in particular, uh, uh, over the mantle. It's it's very uh, I don't know, like 
Listen, I'd love to get in LeBron's house and see what's going on in there. I'm sure there's some weird stuff. It's it's weird. There's, there's a bust of somebody uh, on the mantle. It's it. I don't. I don't. I. It's a David. It's something Greek looking. I don't know. It's weird. I'm just coming in love. I'd be coming in love with the curly hair. Can't tell. Um. Anyway. So much for Halloween, uh, Maddie. Uh, so, so week two coming up. Let's uh, take it's a little bit easier. We got four games coming up: Monday against Philly, in Wednesday Philly. against in Philly, Wednesday at home of the Knicks national TV game. Jesus Christ! Really? Yeah, it's ESPN on Wednesday. The fucking Knicks! God damn it! Knicks and the Lakers. Gillian's fucking. If I was a Knicks and Lakers fan, I'd just be embarrassed. I mean, I'm embarrassed that the Browns are playing on national TV yeah, on Thursday night against the Bengals. It's just ridiculous. Why? Why? And then Friday at home against Philly again, and then Sunday against the Pacers. Um, I'm gonna say I, we go. Uh, I'm gonna say we go three and one. Yeah. Likewise, I, I I say if we go less than three and one, it's very disappointing. Very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're better than each and every one of these teams, significantly better than three of them. The Pacers are okay and usually play us tough. Absolutely. I could see having a letdown Sunday, but I, we, I bet we go three and one, and I'm very upset about the one loss. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. Um, and I think we have a chance to go four and oh, this is well, which is why I'll be upset about the one loss. I mean, we should, be, we should go four and oh. We should beat all these yeah. teams. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I want to see. Um, I want a minimum of twenty minutes out of Joe Harris this week. Mm. Eh, twenty's a lot. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen minutes. You know that's a funny thing we we talked about. We thought we'd, they'd be featuring Harris early on. They'd be featuring Jerry Cunningham. Yeah, not at all. Um, looked way better than Harris. I don't know if Harris makes it through the season now. That's I, I, yeah. What are we hanging on to him for? There's all well, that first. Th- like him, I just don't buy it. No. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder. Uh, uh, you know, he can hit threes. You know, when he's feeling it, but he can't do much else. It seems like. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, well, it's too, this, week. this week should tell us something. He should. He should be playing. I don't know. I think. I think. I think. I think the first three games kind of showed us that he's not going to play. So we'll. we'll, we'll, well I just we'll mean see. they should blow we'll, these teams out, and he should get. Yeah, and, and give him a chance to play. Yeah. All right, Maddie. Before we go, let's 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 do a, a next week most likely to. Um, uh, you throw out some of your own if you have any. Um, but uh, I'll start with uh, who's the most likely to get a T uh, this week. I mean, obviously more than one, but who's the most likely? Mm, I think it's Jr. Until further notice. Certainly, uh, besides Although Jr. He, you know he had that T rescinded. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's bull. It was it was a bullshit call. It was funny after. Uh... After the game, they asked him, and he was like, it's not getting rescinded. You know how many I've had rescinded? That's right. Game? That's right. Never, Zero. None. Zero. And then actually, uh, 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 old man, uh, um, uh, crazy power forward. What the fuck is his name? Um, God damn it. Why am I playing on his name? Uh, uh, the Cavs uh, are, you know, the, the, the only other guy, only other guy in the five straight finals. James Jones. James Jones. So James Jones. Uh, uh, it says it basically told Jr. while he was talking to reporters, "You just gotta pull your jersey up over your face." Yeah, I saw. They, they, can't, they, they can't give you your tea if you curse while you cover your mouth. They can't give you your tea. <laughs> I just love shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I, 
It is JR. So that's some old man shit, right? No, it's JR. But, but besides JR, is there anyone else who's, who's going to get a T? Um, I mean, you know, I said I, I said before the season that I thought Mozzie, I gave yeah. him, like Libyan JR to get suspended because he'd get some T's. So, yeah, I go, I, I go with Mozzie next for sure. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go him. He's he's been running his mouth still. He's just gotten away with it so far. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, totally. yeah, I'm I'm down with that. All right, you have another. You, do you have any most most likely twos planned? No. Uh, how about? Did you do any work, Maddie? Yeah, Patty. <laughs> how about who's most likely to lead the team uh, in assists for these four games? Ooh, ooh, this is good. Team. Uh, the pop, the popular answer is to go with Kevin Love. Uh, because of how many assists he had the other night, but uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say LeBron. To be, I'm gonna go lame. Say LeBron. Um, not Delhi. Not Delhi with his 17 to one assist to turnover ratio leading the league. That's true. That's true. All all the uh, TT uh, lob jams we have to I come believe, up with a good name for. I believe Delhi after Friday night was third in the league in assists. Seventh in the I don't know. He's top ten in assists. I'll go Delhi. Delhi, I like I like the, I like your call for Delhi. That's good. That's good. Um, uh, it still it still amazes me that no one tells people just stay with your man. Let Delhi try to take a layup. Right. Let Delhi try to take the route. Just let him. Just let him stay with your man. They just they just don't do it. His play well, is surprisingly it was this year. It wasn't just oh, it's our love is like how bold he's been going at the rim. I'm like oh, d- hey dude, dude, hey, hey. Stop taking that shot. Yeah. What are you doing? He's making them. Yeah. Or at least like he's getting, at least at least the shot isn't embarrassing. Even if it doesn't go in, it's like, oh, he almost made that shot. Actually, that's a pretty decent shot. Yeah, he's looked uh, really good. Who who is most likely, Maddie, to be an Instagram hero next week? Uh with the most uh, uh, uh relevant Instagram post. Uh I'm gonna go Mogadi here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with TT. Uh, he hasn't done much besides the weird-ass uh, uh, Clark Kent shit. He's been so preoccupied with getting back up to speed. I think he's going to have a, uh, a big outfit next week. That's a good, that's a good call. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys got stuff out on Halloween, but you're right. He was a little quieter than we might expect and probably feels a little like he was overshown yeah. by the other guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you, you have anything else? Um. Yeah, who – this is a slight variance on the T question, but who's most likely to mix it up physically this week? Mm, I like that. I like that. Um, mm, you want to – you know, it's like, it's like for, the t- for the technical question, exactly, uh, Mozgov and JR are the uh, first and foremost guys, right? Generally. I want to say TT. Mm. I'd like to see TT mix it up a little physically. He 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 he's getting more confident in himself as a leader and gets in people's faces. Um, I like I liked how when he got dunked on by uh, um, Dwayne Wade, and it was like by the time TT tried to challenge, Wade was already dunking the ball, so it was kind of like a, not not quite no. so bad. I agree. TT made a decent play, I think, at the other end. And as he was coming up the court, he was he was, he was jawing with with uh, Dwayne Wade, like like uh, if I had to imagine what they were saying, it was something along the lines of like you know, 
you know, don't get too hot, you know, because Dwayne Wade stared down TT after dunking the ball. Um, and, you know, and he was, you know, jawing with him a little bit. Not, not that TT was being, like, you know, hostile or, or, or you know, pissed at, at Dwayne Wade. The point being that he's got a lot of pride, Tristan Thompson does, and he doesn't suffer shit. So I could see something happen there. So it's not the most likely to, but the one that, I, the one that I'm looking forward to. That's the one I'm going to call. I'm going to call Andy, and the only the, the, Ooh, the, I like team, the team it would have happened with if they were their old selves is the Pacers, um, who we got a little nasty with a few times last year, but no David West there now. Um, That's true. You know, no Lance for a little bit, no Roy Hibbert. I just don't know what this Pacers team really looks like, but I'm still going to say Andy because like he, uh, he breathes on people and his hair gets in their mouths. And if the- to do it. It's so fucking annoying. <laughs> that still holds. Uh, all righty, Maddie. This is a much happier way to end. Oh, it's so much better, isn't it? I, so I got to say, better. I am, I am, I am going to try to tamper uh, my enthusiasm for this team. Temper, excuse me, my enthusiasm for this team a little bit. Um, but I was riding high this weekend, man. I feel really, really solid about this year. They look awesome. They're doing what everything we could want them to do and we got reinforcements coming exactly uh, so this excited. this team is passing the ball they're moving the ball they're running sets it, lebron's playing the post lebron's playing off ball maddie kevin love is getting uh uh you know in the flow of the offense He's still getting packed underneath. It was fun watching him the first game get packed. Not like fun watching it packed, but watching him in the, the following games, he he wouldn't go straight up. He kind of realized the kind of guys that were around him that were going to block him and, you know, either take it back out or do something funny or pass the ball. You know, I, this is a smart team. And, you know, it, David, David Manneman, the ESPN beat reporter for the Cavs, I uh, wrote a piece early on about how the Cavs are kind of counting down the days to the Christmas day matchup. Yeah. against the Golden State Warriors. And I gotta say, I agree. I, 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 I am, you know, they, they can't look past everybody else. Obviously they gotta, they gotta keep, uh, you know, keep their heads down and keep focusing on things, but that's what this is all for. This is all for a big, you know, in the earliest season this year, match up with the uh, Warriors. And that's what tells me that for sure Kyrie's going to be back early December. I'm calling it right now. He'll be back first week of December. He'll be out there playing because he's got to get the game speed for that fucking game because he wants to fucking kill them. Oh, man, I'm excited for that already. So much. So much so. Mm. All right, Matty. This is a good I'm one. Excited. This is a good one. Uh, and, and, you know, I should have said it at the top of the uh, sports hour. I'll say it at the top of, uh, of every sports hour after this, but it's not confirmed yet. Uh, we're trying to get this thing on uh, iTunes so you guys can, you know, subscribe to the uh, podcast feed and just get it downloaded to your iPhones and Androids and all that. Uh, I'll let you know as soon as that's happened, but hopefully it'll happen soon. Uh, we'll try to be back next week. Uh, most likely we'll be back next week. I don't see why, any reason why not. I think uh, it this, should work. This pace seems to work. Uh, uh, frankly, the Browns are more an irritant than anything else uh, in our talk about the Cavs. 
so we'll be back next week around this time, Sunday night, Monday night, somewhere, somewhere in that range. Uh, but uh, until next time, this is Maddie and Patty saying. Shit. Well done, Maddie. All right, buddy. Take care. Go.